0: Welcome, everybody, to the Under the Jersey podcast. My name is Alex Henry, and today is March 2nd, 2021, and I've got a pretty neat episode for you guys today. I have an interview with a good friend of mine, Jackson Goddard. He pitches in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. Uh, He was a former third-round pick uh, just a few short years ago. Um, I get to talk to him about uh, his journey throughout the minor leagues, um, kind of what life is like as a minor leaguer, um, what the COVID year was like, and then just a little bit more background um, about Jackson, about who he is, about where he comes from, that sort of thing. Um, great interview. I was really excited to sit down with Jackson and and take the time and, and pick his brain a little bit about something that I was passionate about for a long time, which was pitching, um, and we even get into that a little bit too, um, about the love for the game and all that. Uh, it's a really, really interesting interview. I, um, I really appreciate Jackson for coming on and sitting down with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'll let you guys go ahead and get to it. All right, I would now like to welcome on Jackson Goddard. He is currently a pitcher in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. In 2018, he was a third round draft pick, 99 overall, Um, played his college ball at KU, played there for three seasons, and went to the same high school that I did, and turns out to be a good friend of mine and a good friend of, I'm actually a good friend of his sister's, Ellen, and so that's kind of how we met, um, shared a common interest in baseball, and this is Mr. Jackson Goddard.
1: Appreciate you having me
0: how are you where where are you right now actually i'm
1: uh i'm in north carolina right now um training for a couple months um and then i'll go down to spring training in arizona from here so i'll be excited a few more weeks yeah i am it's been it's been a year now since i was there um i was at spring training last year when every everything got shut down um so and then i've been just working out throwing um mostly on my own um Since then. So yeah, it's, it'll be good to be back. It's been a, So who are you
0: working with in North Carolina and how did you end up there out of, out of all the places that you could go train?
1: One of my, uh, so one of my best friends with the D-backs, guy I got drafted same year with that I've played with um, since I got drafted, uh, lives out here. And uh, I came out here in September. There was a group of pro guys that uh, gathered here to like play some like inter-squad games and stuff against each other. So I came here for that. And then I found like a training facility that I really liked, um, so I came back out of here for a couple more months to train with them before uh, before spring training.
0: Okay, so it was a uh, like all D backs guys, or was it a mix of no? There's like, a there's, local there's, guys there's, and then guys from all over.
1: Yeah, at this place, there's there's only my friend with the D backs, but then there's probably six or seven other pro guys um, that all train at this place, so it's a good group.
0: Okay, and speaking of that 2018 draft class. Um... You were, I believe, their fourth selection, first pitcher that they took. Another guy that they took um, that you play with is Kyler Stout. He's another Tulsa guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, here, yeah. is Have you guys played any together? I know he played for the Hops for a little bit, um, and then he ended his season, I think, with the Rawhide.
1: He, um, yeah, he ended. Uh, so that year we went to Hillsborough together. I actually lived with him there. Um, and he was there for. he wasn't there for very long before he got called up to uh, Kane County Um, and then the following year so 2019 when I played in Kane County he started the year in Visalia and then battled some injuries and was back in Arizona for a little bit but um, yeah that's where
0: you're going to start this year is Visalia so the the
1: uh, the structure of it got changed Um, Visalia is now the same level that that Kane County was. So Visalia is low A uh, and then okay. Hillsborough is high A and then they're double a and triple A. But it got okay. a whole, the whole structure of the minor leagues got all shifted around. So it will be a little different this year.
0: Well, I noticed that they tried to make it in an effort to keep the uh, minor league teams as close to the pro, pro like facility and pro camp as possible. Yeah, But I think what they're ultimately going to do is it seems like they're Kind of pushing a lot of guys out of the minor leagues, and they're trying to thin the herd a little bit.
1: Yeah, it was so they cut um, they cut a lot of teams. They cut, I think it was around forty to fifty minor league teams. Um, So now, like before, some organizations had like six to seven minor league teams. Actually, they might even cut more than fifty. I don't know the exact number, but now every every major league team just has four minor league teams. So it's a lot more uniform um, than it was before. But yeah, that did cause tons like tons of guys to lose their jobs um, over this last year when they made all those cuts.
0: So did they know that did the organization know that going in and did they give you guys a heads up and say, Hey, we, we're going to have to cut back on some numbers. Some of you guys are going to be.
1: No, I don't. I, I mean, once, once it, once it became final that, um, that the MLB was going to do that and cut all those teams. I think the chips just kind of started to fall. Um, I don't know exactly how it worked, um, but yeah, still, tons of guys got released during that wave. But I mean, on the, which that part sucks, but on the flip side, it means that minor league players now, since there's not as many of them are going to get paid better and like their conditions are going to be better. They improved a lot of the ballpark. So the conditions of playing in the minor leagues will be better, but it did suck that it cost a lot of guys their jobs um, to get there.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about the life as a minor league player? Because I think that it's something that's not really well informed among the general public about the truth of what being a minor league baseball player is. You're not quite necessarily paid a whole lot. Um, Some of your living situations, some of your playing situations may not be good. Uh, Talk about some of your experiences um, just throughout the minor league system being a minor leaguer now for a couple of years.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a tough business. Honestly, it's a lot of like a lot of uncertainty. Um, you're always kind of moving around. It's hard to get settled anywhere. Obviously, yeah, the the uh, minor league salary is not great. Um, but at the end of the day, you're still getting paid to play a, a game for a living, which is hard to like.
0: That's really really cool. That's hard to no do matter that. how
1: no matter how shitty parts of the minor leagues are. At the end of the day, you're still getting paid to go go play a baseball game every night so there's obviously parts of it yeah that are not not ideal and um yeah there's there's parts of it that are a little rough but i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it for any other job right now
0: what uh which one of the places that you've been so far so you've been to Hillsboro, king county and then I believe did you start uh in the rookie league
1: that's all I've uh, – so so those are the only two places I played. Once I got drafted, okay. I worked – they had me at the spring training facility in Arizona for like probably a month after I got drafted, just working out and stuff, and then I went to Hillsborough okay. from there. And then okay. the first full season I played was in King County. And then obviously the last year got canceled. But
0: So that's interesting that you got invited to spring training. I imagine that's something that not every draft pick is – um, given the opportunity to do, I, I would imagine that's probably some of the top guys that they take in that, in that class that get asked to call up. Uh, what kind of transition was that coming from KU, a big 12 school now being thrown in there with grown men, professional baseball players?
1: Yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely a, uh, de- uh, the, I would say the kind of the lifestyle part of it and just like the the difference in the type of game that the pro game is than the college game was the biggest difference for me um i've i've faced a, a handful of major league hitters not a ton but the t- the two levels i've played at i would say Hillsboro was probably comparable competition wise to playing in the big 12 probably a little bit better and then king county was a lot better than the big 12 i thought competition wise um, but, yeah, the, I mean, the biggest change for me was just how different, like, the, the routine is and, like, pitching every fifth day instead of every seventh day. And it's just such mm-hmm. a different – like, in college, it's like you've got whatever, 35 guys all on the same team with the same goal of, like, everyone wants to win. Everyone's on the, on the same page. And then once you kind of get into pro baseball, it's like everyone's kind of on their own on their own mission and on their own journey and the team aspect of it at least in the minor leagues isn't as to me it isn't as as fun as college was just because winning isn't as much of a priority in the minor leagues in the major leagues it's obviously different but yeah that that part of it's different it's a lot more individualized um, and everyone kind of has their own individual goals that are their top kind of priority over the goals of the team since winning isn't as isn't as important as it is in college
0: And I mean rightfully so you get as a minor league player you have to have that certain desire to work your way up to the major league level in order to win for your organization where it counts the most so you can't really call you can't really call those guys selfish by any means no no not not at all that's just just not selfish baseball at all it's just a different it, it sounds like a different speed um and just a different level of commitment to the game now because it does become a job after, after college in, in one way or another. And so you, you drop that student part out in front of athlete and now you are a professional athlete. And I think why a lot of the guys, um, maybe don't stick around for so long is because they do not handle that transition so well, Yeah, Uh, but it sounds like you've handled it well and you've had some success, um, in the minor leagues, which uh, which season do you think your your game really changed the most? In, like which like was it leaving college or was it a year in the minor leagues? Uh, what was the t- kind of turning point to where you saw okay, my my game is now being elevated to know another level?
1: I would say the biggest transition from year to year that I have made was between my freshman and sophomore year of college. Um, Coming out of high school, I had some I had some pro interest and stuff, and then not enough to take me away from going to college. But the fact that I had that pro interest, I was going into college thinking like I was pretty good. Right. And then freshman year, I mean, I I really got beat around in the Big Twelve. Um, like just was not ready for that competition. I think I finished the year with like seven something ERA, and then that's at the end of that year, I was like like I thought I was ready to go play pro baseball. Like I'm not even good enough to play at this level. So that kind of woke me up to the fact that I needed to make some changes in the way like I approached like my work ethic towards it. And like kind of the, it, it changed the, the amount of work I need, I knew I needed to put in because I knew I wasn't good enough just naturally to just go yeah. in there and just like be as, be better than people the way I was in high school. So I think that was the biggest jump I made, and then sophomore year I had a really good year, and then was able to build on that junior year. But kind of that wake up call freshman year, I think, maybe was the biggest difference I had from year to year.
0: That's interesting. Okay i uh, i like the I like the fact that you chose to stay um, a little bit local towards uh, towards Tulsa in your college choice. I'm sure that you had plenty of opportunities to go play baseball. Um, at different places around the country, what made you stay close to home and like pick KU um, as opposed to maybe, you know, pursuing that professional route right out of high school?
1: Um, It was, I mean, it was always my, like I always wanted to go, like KU, I was super excited. I committed really early. I committed, I think like the, the summer right before my junior year. So I was committed there for a while and I was just, I was really excited about it. Pretty much the whole time I was in high school, and I knew I was going there. And then once I started getting some pro attention, it was like that idea was cool, but in my head, I still thought Kansas was the better option. So basically, I put up the amount of money that it would take for a team to have to give me for me to give up going to Kansas, and it, I wasn't right. worth I wasn't worth that amount of money money that I was saying. So obviously, and it I was a
0: worthy it was a worthy decision by by your part too because when did you get drafted what round was it in high school
1: uh I didn't get drafted I think I bet if I would have told teams if I would have taken if you would have had
0: that sort of interest towards teams telling them yes I want to get drafted I want to play right away
1: I would have if I had to guess would've I would be I'd be in I would probably been a fourth or fifth round pick I w- I would bet based on okay. the interest I was getting and the numbers that they were telling me that they could give me but Yeah, so in hindsight, it was a good decision, in my opinion, to go to college.
0: What was now? You went to Holland Hall, um, and we went to Holland Hall, not at the same time. um, But talk a little bit about that um, sort of experience, having the opportunity to play different sports, being able to play basketball, being able to play football. Um, I talked to CJ a little bit about that, and he agreed with me in the fact that it probably makes you a better athlete in the long run, being able to play different sports, um, and just be an all around athlete. What was kind of, uh, I guess what was like your favorite part, I guess, of, of having that opportunity?
1: Yeah, mine actually is. I mean, I might not be the one to ask about this because I stopped like I played only baseball, sophomore year on which i wish i wouldn't have i wish i would have kept playing at least basketball or football i wish i would have played one of them um you played I,
0: quarterback didn't you in in football no i was like, a growing receiver up and all that oh uh, okay. i was Maybe receiver, I'm thinking but, of cj
1: no uh, i i i don't i don't remember the ex- exactly why i made that decision to play just baseball but i wish i hadn't i wish i had played another sport because i agree with you like i think especially at the high school level like the more sports you play and the more kind of different stimuluses you can give your body in different sports I think makes you better at every sport you play which I so I wish I would have I wouldn't have made that decision to go to just baseball but but yeah I definitely agree that like no matter how good you are at whatever sport you're pursuing I think it would helps people to play multiple sports especially in high school
0: was there anybody that you really um that you really worked with like growing up or um, that influenced you a lot to kind of continue playing baseball and taking it seriously and wanting to play at a high level
1: yeah um, I don't you might know do you know George Frazier Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah he's the one he's the one I I started working with him probably sophomore year of high school and um, I still work with him but yeah he was the one that kind of talked me through all the good times and the bad times that I've had in my baseball career just because he's a great resource to have because he's played it the highest level of the game so he's been he's been where i want to be and he's he was he's been where i've been so it's, he's a good resource that to would have make, that make, make sense,
0: sense to have him mentor you and and kind of and guide you on on that sort of journey because i mean I'm, i would imagine that's a hard kind of a hard one um it's a lot different you know trying to play pro baseball is a lot different from trying to play pro basketball um, yeah or pro football there's no I mean, basketball, yeah, you have the g league, but in football, you don't have any sort of real minor league system, and there's no yeah. sort of true development system yeah um, set in place in those sports, and I think that's what really separates baseball um from those other sports. Um, can you speak on just a little bit why um you like love the game or why you want to keep continue want to keep continuing to play baseball because I know um for me, after a while, I was one of those people who really loved the game, but it eventually burnt me out um, really after high school i was I was kind of cashed out and and done on playing baseball. Um, so what kind of keeps you motivated, I guess, um, besides being wanting to play in the in the pros?
1: Yeah, I mean there I mean, there's nothing I can really pinpoint. I've just I've never I've never really felt that where I didn't didn't enjoy the game and didn't like get excited to play um and I get like I get how that happens to so many people like it makes sense to me I just personally haven't I've never felt that with baseball I've 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 never like
0: been never upset really about having, out of love with the game no yeah like I, I, I like I feel
1: that,
0: had that idea of saying no maybe this isn't for me it's always been no I'm I'm going to play baseball. This is what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always been like cautious and aware of the fact that like that happens to a lot of people. And like, it's like common, I mean, especially at the minor league level. Um, I think for a lot of guys, it gets a lot harder the way the game is structured in the minor leagues to keep that love for the game. But that's something I haven't I haven't felt. Um, I'm still just as excited to play now as I've always been.
0: So jumping back a little bit to the minor leagues. um, So you're going to be starting where now exactly? Do you know yet? Or is it kind of... I don't know. You guys go to spring spring training and then...
1: Yeah, it's so... We'll 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 go to spring training. Yeah, we'll go to spring training. We'll have workouts, games, everything for a little over a month. Um, And the way it works is weird. It's literally... So the way it's... I mean, the way it worked in the past is you find out what team you're going to on march 29th and you leave on march 30th so it's it's not much oh, notice. just a yeah. one-day turnaround the so they just set the rosters and yeah
0: how soon do you guys have to have to head up there and, and get started
1: uh there hasn't been an official date yet but everything i'm hearing is first week of april so okay probably we'll probably get there either end of march oh, or that's exciting end of april. baseball's back
0: so, i know i know college yeah. baseball started this past weekend um how are the Jayhawks going to be? Do you still keep up with them at all?
1: Yeah, I have. They, uh, I really don't know. They had kind of a tough start to the season. Um, They won their first series two out of three, but they just lost three out of four this weekend to FGCU. I don't know how FGCU is, um, but I think they should, I think they should be okay. Um, But yeah, it'll, it'll be more telling once they start, getting into conference play and facing some of the rest of the big 12. But I think, I think they will be, I think they will be all right.
0: I'm really excited to actually be able to go see some of the conference games and just be able to go watch some basketball this year or watch some baseball. I'm sorry, because that's, I think that's something that people really missed last year. Um, Yeah. And even in you guys' case too, it felt um, almost not premature, but it felt like, you know, shutting down the entire season for you guys really may have lost a year of development for a lot of people. Um, So what was like, what's something that you really worked on um, to keep you focused? And like, what's one part of your game that you would uh, want to improve upon the most?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously not, not playing in those, like losing a whole season and not being able to face live competition stuff that that sucked and obviously that wasn't ideal but um i think it's it's really rare as an active professional baseball player to literally have like an entire year that you can literally just dedicate to like training and working on whatever you want to work on which you can't really get in a regular season because if you're starting every 5 days it's not like you can make any drastic changes to yourself. That's
0: a good spin. Okay, that's weekly. a good spin on it then. So
1: I I enjoyed that part of it being able to work on a bunch of things that I felt like I needed to work on. Obviously, I would have rather been playing in in games or whatever, but I thought that part was kind of valuable being able to have that time to make some changes that I wouldn't have normally been able to make in a regular season.
0: So what were some of those things that you were what were some of those things that you were able to change? Was it command Uh, was it, it, I would doubt that it was arm strength because I imagine you were probably sitting in the 90s with your fastball, if I had to imagine.
1: Yeah, just there was a, I had um, my season in King County. I just, over the course of the year, throwing all those innings, I had a couple just breakdowns in my delivery, in my mechanics that um, I think kind of negatively affected um, some aspects of my like repertoire. Um, so I was able to really break down a lot of video and just kind of attack those deficiencies that kind of developed. And I feel like I made some good strides and I'm happy with where I am delivery wise and stuff wise right now going into going into spring training.
0: What's your favorite thing to throw right now to somebody that you get them say like in a, like in an O2 count, what is your number one thing that you're going to throw to them?
1: I would always lean fastball. I guess it probably depends on the hitter. Um, Still fastball? No,
0: like no slider, no changeup.
1: I like a fastball up in the zone. That's usually my go-to strikeout.
0: Well, if you can throw it by somebody, I guess. Yeah. I guess that would be there. If it's someone that
1: is, I mean, it depends on the scouting report usually, but uh, like, most of the time, that's the pitch I'm most comfortable going through to to get a strikeout.
0: Are those scouting reports still really in-depth like they are in college? In yeah. It's, it's, Is it, are you still able, even with all the moving around, are you, still, are you still able to get a good read on guys?
1: Yeah, I think it's actually even more in-depth in the minor leagues because you're – I mean, in college, there's – like however many couple hundred teams in division one so like especially in non-conference it's, actually, it's really hard mm-hmm. to get an accurate scouting report on anybody and big 12 players a little easier but in the minor leagues you're playing the same like eight to ten teams over the course of the entire season so it's oh, okay, it, like i
0: gotcha same group of guys yeah so you have so tier, much data basically.
1: to work with on these guys and you see them like all the time so I, the scouting reports in the minor leagues are are pretty accurate for the most part
0: That's really cool. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that, um, that you're, it sounds like you're enjoying, enjoying it and you've made some good strides. I was looking at, um, just some of your numbers. And I think one of the biggest strides that I noticed was, um, walking, um, walking batters, just leaving people on base. And that was something that seemed to improve, um, over season, over season. And, um, how is that how have you managed to to just prevent walking from batters is it um, more of a, a mechanical focus or is it just kind of a mental a mental adjustment
1: yeah dude I, I it's still like that's the th- I don't I I still walk too many guys like even in even in Kane County I like it, my walk numbers went down but it's still like still, fucking still felt walk like
0: too many guys
1: yeah <laughs> right. I don't know that's just like it's yeah get, it's getting better and better but it still needs to be better um, my I, as long as in my mind as long as I can strike out at least twice as many guys as I'm walking
0: I won't really know I'm not too yet.
1: upset about it but yeah that's still something I need to I need to get under control um, I'm still walking more definitely more guys than I'd like to so hopefully and you 20, would see yourself probably.
0: You would probably see yourself as a starting pitcher in the long run too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I've, that's goal. how every year so far has been. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's awesome. Cause I know that there's a lot of guys um, <laughs> that do throw hard that um, don't necessarily have the the stamina to throw that, to throw as hard as they can for six, seven innings. Um, so to be a guy who throws hard, and can throw six or seven innings. That's that's got to be really that's got to be really promising um, for you in the future. And I really wish you the best of luck uh, this upcoming season. I'm really excited for you guys to get back um, and playing and just having baseball on it. Being baseball season, weather warms up. It's just a good time of year. Yeah, it is. And yeah, I, sure, I'm yeah. very very excited. Um, what's when is your when do you think – when, when I, I guess, would you say is your goal in your mind? Would you like to make the jump?
1: Yeah, for me, it's – this year's going to be so interesting just because the minor leagues are so restructured. I don't know how – if that's going to change the way guys get, like, called up or move up from levels and stuff. But, I mean, for me, it's always been, like, my mindset is once I get to double A – that's it's, the where uh, from where I just need right. to get big league ready as soon as possible and then from there it's just whenever the chips fall but yeah that's always been my mindset is just get to double a get to the point where I am big league ready and then see what happens from there so well, and it's no
0: from. um it's no mystery that guys from Tulsa drafted by the Diamondbacks have gone on and have pitched in the pros too. Um, Archie Bradley was taken yeah, our, back in, yeah. in twenty eleven. Yeah, have you guys talked at all? Um, I don't know if he's still with the Diamondbacks or not.
1: Yeah, he's um, a, he's Was he somebody that bit. you
0: connected with?
1: Yeah, I, I've Tulsa? met him. Um, he yeah, he got traded to Cincinnati last year, and then uh, he he signed with Philadelphia this offseason. So he's not with okay. Arizona anymore. But yeah, I have I have met him. Yeah.
0: Okay, he's a pretty cool guy, isn't
1: he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay, that's good to hear.
0: Because I, I remember um, was it the, it was that year that um, him and Dylan Bundy both got taken.
1: Yeah, they were both like round. top top ten picks. Yeah.
0: And then Trevor Bauer went in that same draft. I mean that that 2011 draft was. Uh, yeah, I think was I think Bauer was, loaded.
1: Bauer was first overall in that draft. I'm pretty sure because the Diamondbacks drafted
0: Bauer. So they yeah. obviously they've got an eye for pitching talent, is what it sounds like. Yeah, um, yeah. And now I mean Dell. They'll uh, be in a good spot if they can get those guys developed and turn their picks into, into pro guys. So I'm really excited for you guys. I'm really excited for this season and I wish you the best of luck.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that.
0: Thanks for coming on Jackson. I uh, appreciate having you on, man. Yeah. yeah. Catching up. Let me know next time you're in Tulsa and uh, we'll get together. If, I mean, you probably don't have any time right now, you know, probably being a pro baseball player and all that fun stuff no yeah for but sure though you yeah got, you got some spring yeah. training to go uh go get ready for
1: <laughs> but yeah but, uh, you having me. yeah it was fun
0: thank you man appreciate you all righty that was jackson goddard thank you jackson for coming on and spending some time with me um i am going to talk a little bit of nfl i think later this week there was some big news that broke. Um, J.J. Watt is an Arizona Cardinal. I am very, very happy for him. That is – that's going to a good situation, I think. He couldn't have picked a more a more stacked division, however, um, to go to. And I like the fact that he wasn't necessarily um, taking what would be like an easy ring um, in going to like Kansas City, Tampa Bay, um, Green Bay. I think those teams with J.J. Watt automatically um, – are a Super Bowl contender. And I think the Cardinals have a little bit of work to do. And I think he's okay with that, um, which makes it really cool. And he's teaming back up with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so all that's really missing now is Deshaun Watson. So if Arizona wants to trade Deshaun Watson for Kyler Murray and a first round pick, I think I would be okay with that. It would give Deshaun Watson what he wants um and it would make me an arizona cardinals fan i think so it would be really interesting to see i'm going to talk um a little bit more nfl this weekend um probably thursday or friday we'll get into that some more um but as for today just wanted to get into that jackson goddard interview and i really really enjoyed it and thank you guys for listening